When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart Food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. Yeah, yeah, what do you want? Beak or jaws, feathers or fur, sharp teeth or feet with claws, whatever's preferred. They'll grant you all last requests to steady your nerves, then podcast the body parts, get severed and served. Bring your weak shit where the wolf and owl are. That ain't just a mistake, that's an awful howler. Both of them are known to pull up at your shows, have the crowd witnessing the murder like they rolled in with a gang of crows. Fuck their censorship, let them see the whole thing. They stay dressed to kill, never sheep's clothing. Dark enough to turn the sun to the moon, you'll see nothing. All you hear's a half a puff and a Expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping Impressive in it, the death bringing his head spinning Just kidding, every word in his song's about two grown men Dressed up as a bird and a dog Okay, welcome Yo. once again Yo It's the Wolf and Owl, 7am Great because... I'm just going to jump in here actually and say oh. My energy to, number one, I'm trying to be quiet Because I'm right below Grace's bedroom Yeah uh, and although Grace, for the last two weeks, has sort of found it quite a cool thing to wake me up at 3 a.m. Uh, for sort of conversation and a feed, um, I now will get in trouble if I wake her up. Mm. So she's waking up at 3 She's waking up at 3 a.m. because she knows you'd probably be hungry? What, is she, what, what sort of you, stuff she giving you? <laughs> like a bag of what's-its, Coca-Cola. That's why I can't get back to sleep. <laughs> but she... I don't know what's going on. She was sleeping okay, and now she's sort of gone into this w- weird world where it's almost like she sleep gets up just to check in, have a bit of a chat, sort of as much as she can talk, and then go right. I was, yeah, and then she literally goes back to sleep, and then I like I, if I wake up in the night, man, I can't go back to sleep. I'm done. Mm. Like mm. I don't know if it's age or what. I just lay in bed like a worried, anxious mess. Well, you can you get back to sleep if you wake up? Well, I've not been sleeping very well for the last few nights, actually. But it's been more that I can't get to sleep. So I, I sort of the I think this is like a bit of a a problem for a lot of people. But I sit on the sofa after like whatever, and watch a bit of TV, and I start to feel super, super tired. And then I come up yeah. to bed and I just lay there till 2am. Just I'm not, I don't even think yeah. I'm that worried about anything. Uh, it's not even worry. I can't start thinking about anything. Do you know what I mean? Like, so if I start thinking about like anything at all, a bit of work, a, a script I've been working on or anything, I'm just off. Do you know what I mean? And, and that's like a big roll of the dice. If I get up to take a piss, which is, uh, you know, happens at 45 years old, I get up in the middle of the night. I have to try and if my brain starts clicking onto anything, I might as well. I might as well get up. Do you know what I mean? Like it's uh, yeah. Man. And then I started looking into it, and my sleep hygiene's really bad. Apparently, you're not supposed to like look at your phone for two hours before you go to bed. Yeah, I find that impossible. It's fucking. Who can do that? That's insane. 
Yeah, well, genuinely insane. So what you say, like you go to bed at 10, so you're not looking at your phone from 8 o'clock. What if the football's on? No, but what if you get a text? Well, yeah, I know know this this is probably not a healthy thing to say. I'm sleep, I'm working up until I go to bed in my head. Mm. There's no like downside. Like if you text or like get an email about work or any sort of stuff we're doing, I get an email about things. I'm fucking working, bro. I'm not. Like, I'm not like working physically going for, but I'll be reading the email going, oh, okay, I'll get a check of that. Like, there's no, maybe that is actually now I'd say it out loud that is probably quite unhealthy. But yeah, I mean, I, I, like, I, it, you know, you, you need to, um, I don't know, I feel, I feel like I need to be quiet now, but you've got headphones on. Um, what you need to do, Grace, Grace, uh, what you need to do so is, she's already got issues with you, so if you wake her up, she'll, she's, what you mean? oh, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, she don't like me to show. I think she thinks you're so... I think you're quite thirsty around her. What? <laughs> I'm thirsty around her. She's very cool, in a way. Mate, I feel I'm thirsty around her. Yeah, I get you being thirsty around her. I've seen you around my kids. But <laughs> I, I, I don't think that I'm thirsty. Am I thirsty? Yeah, but that's the with Dartmouth being thirsty around your own kid and other people's kids. Yeah. yeah. I should actually acknowledge I'm not thirsty around everyone's kids. Some kids I, I can give a shit about. It's kids stuff. No, yeah. yeah, you're like not kids. thirsty around kids in general. I think it's important to say that. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, but you, you know, you, you want you want your well, mates kids. You want your mates kids to like you, don't you? I, th- I think I know, I'm going to love it. We're at a time in our lives now. I think we want most people. We want most kids that you come into you interact with to think that you're actually oh that he's the cool dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then Grace will do stuff in public like punch me in the face or pull my glasses off and throw them across across the coffee. To sort of like signal that I oh know that he's just I know he's big, but he's a fucking loser, mate. Mm. Yeah, she she actually treats every shop we're going a bit like. I'll say this as well, man. We went into anthropology the other day. Have you ever been in there? No. Well, I made the mistake of me, Catherine, and Grace went and just like, had a day, Saturday shopping in Cambridge, mm. very nice mm. town. Um, and I gave Grace some ice cream, which got hopped up on sugar, right? Mm. We then go into anthropology, which I don't know if you've ever, if you know what, what it's basically very plush furnishings and it's a nice shop, do you know what I mean? Full of like yeah. glass and yeah, fucking like, crockery. Oh, it sounds like a great shop to take a kid into, yeah, carry on. Yeah, I, was, I said to Catherine, this is a real bad move. And Catherine went, I just want to look around. Saying a ball in a china shop is one thing, like a t- toddler in a shop. Robert, she's in a, at one point, right, she realised that like, I was chasing her everywhere and kept picking her up and like trying to sort of get her outside, you know. Like, it was like you were in a pub fight, you know, trying to get your mate out of Weatherspoons who kick, was kicking mm. off. So she, what she did, she realised if she ran into the window display, I wouldn't be able to get in there because I was too big. There's pictures, I can send you. She ran into the window's display. So then I was trying to get into the window display to get her out because the shop woman was like, oh, sorry, she can't be in there. And then Grace, I could just hear Grace laughing as she's trying to pull the mannequins over. I'm like, this oh is insane. God. So in the end, I had to crawl into the uh, window display, go and get my daughter. And now people walking past the window are seeing me standing there struggling with a fucking two-year-old who's absolutely having a time of her life. For her, it's like a big game. People are walking past staring. People, I got sent a few pictures in DMs on Instagram of people who are walking past. Because you became was, part of the window display anthropology. Yeah. And I'm also picking mm. up mannequin. No, for a lot of people who are walking past, it's Tom Davis in the window display in anthropology looking like yeah. I'm actually t- doing the display because I'm picking up a couple of the mannequins that have been tossed yeah. over. Or they're just thinking it's a weird weird way to announce a new series of King Gary. <laughs> just Maybe he's going to all the anthropologies. Just <laughs> I've never been in anthropology. Great store. 
probably won't go in there again with my two-year-old daughter. I used to have a thing with uh, Alex, our second kid, is completely fearless, right? Like, yeah. like, like whenever you take him to like... Also, so well-mannered. He's such a real credit to you, that kid. That's very sweet of you to say. Um, but he, uh, he, he just... It, it's, it's worrying as a parent to have a kid that's that fearless. Do you know what I mean? Like, whenever you yeah. take him to like... The tree, you know, the treetop like zip lines and stuff yeah. like that. He doesn't. There's no hesitation in him whatsoever. Right? Well, almost jumping so he's on always, before they give him the harness type of thing. Mate, he's just like he whips through it quickly. He's always, you know, like he's just like climbing anything like that. Total he's the most like Lisa mate. out of the two of you, isn't he? In a lot of ways, a hundred percent. The least like me, you, you know, like I, I th- you know, I think I've said this before. My mum and dad once took me to a park and I saw the climbing frame and started crying. Because I knew what that meant for yeah, my but afternoon. Theo's so cool. He's not you. I yeah, think, right? but Theo's, you know, Theo, Theo's slightly more aware of like you know the dangers of gravity and height and yeah. stuff like that in a way that Alex. And isn't. Charlie's just super cheeky and fun. Charlie's like, yeah. The, the way you're describing <laughs> it is like we're a, a gang of friends, and you're trying to make me jealous or something that I'm the lamest one. <laughs> I'd say they've all got lovely bits of you. They're all caring boys. They've all got a really sweet care inside. Mm. I'd say that I'd say to anyone in, I'd like to go into all of their their schools and say, oh, hi, I'm Tom Davis. Um, I don't know, I, you know, you probably all know who Rubbish is. I do a podcast with him. We're really close friends. Um, anyway, I'm here today to say Rubbish is the best friend I can ever have in the world. I adore the man. He's genuine. And so I'd say that if any of you are looking for a best friend, he'll be there for you throughout your whole life. Look at one of the Ragged Nathan boys. Their credit to this civilization. So what, is, what is this project? What, what, no, what, no, just go. What? No, I'm going into the school to say, look, fucking hell, get, get in with Theo, get in with Charlie, get in with Alex. They're lovely boys. You think what their popularity needs is you turning up and, and giving them an endorsement like you're Superman? <laughs> I'm just saying. So the other kids go, well, actually, I was looking for another best friend. Oh, no, yeah. Well, or, or, I'm already best friends, but yeah. Because oh, you know what? Wait, friendship at that age is turbulent, my friend. You know, listen. You're looking at rocket ship. Yeah, sure. But what you've just said is, I really like your kids. They, you know, they're socially really good. But what they could do with is me coming in and telling kids to be friends with them. <laughs> no, what I want to do is just say to every kid there, it's really a good thing mm. to look at it and just go, look, you know what? Like, like pick your best friends wisely, which is actually just a lesson for all of us in life. In yeah, it's yeah. I, I don't. I, yeah, yeah. It's yes. Yeah, it's, it's it's good. Um, but um, I, I, maybe if I had a t-shirt on that said "Pick your best friends wisely," that's and a, a picture idea. of you on the back. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. And then um, the school, you could sort of go around all the schools, sort of giving little talks and teach because that's a warning of you know what could happen if you don't sort of take social cues and kind of behave in the way that society expects. <laughs> Um, I think but, um, it might be the biggest love of my life is walking around a succession of secondary schools with a T-shirt saying, pick your best friend wisely <laughs> in big red letters. I don't think, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's that, a new stranger danger. Um, but uh, when, when I was, uh, we went to a, uh, a farm park or something like that and they had like a soft play there and Alex would just yeah. always run off into the soft play. And like, just be and just go on stuff that he wasn't supposed to for his height and stuff. He just didn't like, didn't care. Yeah, yeah. And I remember once chasing him through a thing, like through like a little obstacle course in a soft play thing, and I actually managed to get myself stuck in a tube. Oh wow! Like Lisa was down having a coffee in the main sort of cafe bit. Alex found it absolutely hilarious, uh, and I was sort of oh, yeah. I was sort of dealing with the fact that I think I might now live in the tube 
at Fisher's Farm Park. It was horrendous. You know, Were you sweating off? Really sweating. And, and the sweat didn't provide any sort of uh, additional kind Lubricant. of lube. And then I was just yeah. sort of, uh, basically, you know, you do that thing where you sort of start catastrophizing, where you go, I'm going to have to be cut out of this. This is mad. <laughs> They're going to have to shut down. Did any thing. of the other parents help you? No, because no other parents had gone into that bit. You're not sp- like that bit is way too small for adults to yeah, go but into. Also, yeah, but there were other kids sprinting out. They're going, "Mum, Dad, there's a man who's, who's like a sweaty man in the tube. There's a sweaty man in the tube." Yeah, well, what I would say is, well, there was a bottleneck at my rear end. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh, no. How did you get out? Did you have to just squeeze? I, I just really like desperate, almost crying. You know, sort of pulling my way, like really, really. Where was Alex? Was Alex off? Alex was long gone. I don't know where he'd gone. And and, and but I'll be honest with you, his safety was a very little concern to me by this stage. I was just like, I've got to get out of here, man. Like, I, this could be the end of me. Imagine, I mean? imagine if the being in the tube and it was so tight, the only way to get out was all your clothes got pulled off. Just Romesh emerges naked from the soft play at Fisher's Farm Park. I don't know if it's Fisher's <laughs> Farm Park. I'm just trying to. But um, yeah, it was bad. It just was bad. Sweat, sweating profusely. That sort of um, that that sort of chasing around after your kids is the most indignifying thing of parenting. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've 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 I find it really really like. A... Did you manage to convince Catherine to leave anthropology? Isn't it isn't it anthropology with an IE at the end? Have I just made that up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. We uh, yeah. No, I left with me and Grace just chilled. We went for a walk around the, around the block. Did you throw a little straw? No, 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 I was just like, no, I came Which because you, yeah, sa- you had said we shouldn't go into anthropology and then sort of yeah. Kat had insisted, hadn't she, and then it had gone wrong. If I'm honest with you, they both take very little notice of me. So, um, yeah, uh, <laughs> Catherine was, uh, Catherine sort of came out, so there's some lovely stuff in there. And I went, yeah, there is, yeah. And we haven't brought anything, but we've. it's cost us like 500 quid in breakages. Because there's such lovely stuff in there, it's so fucking expensive. Um, but it, yeah, see, we did. We had a nice weekend. Actually, we took her there and we took her to the aquarium on Saturday. Uh, Sunday, Sunday was like the aquarium's incredible. I love just watching her little face at the aquarium. She loves mm. penguins. She's all about the penguin life. I always feel like the penguins look. The penguin no, but I always feel like the penguins look quite sad at those places. We know what's even more sad than how the penguins. We because it was my niece's birthday. We booked so we could go to a. Um, we could go to do the behind the scenes of the, um, like the sea life thing, right? Of the aquarium. Behind the scenes. Yeah, like it was a behind the scenes tour. Um, right. So, me being me, and this is where I probably need to look at how I'm raising. You know, when I'm around kids, maybe it's the thirsty thing. Maybe it's just I'm essentially I haven't grown it myself. We went to Pizza Express, uh, and I was speculating on what behind the scenes tour was which would be like yeah maybe we have to get to see a polar bear um which you know everyone assured me that there wasn't a polar bear in there but yeah wish there wasn't so uh, sorry you were thinking that they had a polar bear at this place but we're keeping it behind the scenes is that no no no. i thought he was there but i thought behind the scenes that you'd be able to see him yeah so like i was like yeah my niece is obsessed with turtles sea turtles yeah she's 15 (laughs) she's a she's just turned seven but and my niece loves, you know, so I'm like, oh, you know, you might be able to get to feed the turtles. And, you know, she's really excited. Um, you know. Uh, it's, but can I just say something? It's an incredibly fucking dangerous game you're playing here, by the way. Yeah, I know, yeah, but this is where I'm learning how to be a parent stroke right, uncle. Yeah, because making right. these speculative promises about what you might be able to... I probably yeah, ride is, the, I do this in real life. You'd be able to ride the polar bear, probably, do you <laughs> know what I mean? Get inside its mouth. <laughs> oh, they've got all sorts of stuff. You could probably take a turtle home, I imagine. You could probably got some spares. They're always reproducing. Well, yeah. 
my my brother-in-law was very much I sort of said oh yeah it'd be quite funny like yeah it'd be quite cool if there's a whale there because Grace likes the whale and the snail or the snail and the whale and my brother-in-law is very listen listen can I just tell you something Tom if 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 your child likes the whale and the snail yeah find a snail that that, (laughs) of, of the two things that you're choosing to get your kid access to. Yeah, but snails are everywhere. This should have been like, <clears throat> and Tony had to sort of, and then my nephew got very excited about seeing a whale and then he had to sort of, Jesus. he was very so you've, much you've, you've given your You've given your brother-in-law a problem now, don't you? Well, everyone's basically saying it's going to be a bit of, the way I've built the behind the scenes up was, it, it, nothing will. Anyway, we excitedly waited to go behind the scenes, which was, uh, we had to wait for an extra 40 minutes to go and do the tour because the guy doing it was having a late lunch break because it was a Sunday and he'd been re- so he was going to go and get his roast dinner. Uh, and then he, did they, tell you what, did they give you all of that information? Yeah, they genuinely... Like, well, they said, I said, they what, said what, you're going to have to wait an extra 40 minutes because the guy that does this is going to get a roast dinner. They said those words to you. Well, well basically, I went uh, I went to someone because we'd been waiting 15 minutes and everyone was... Well, you need to be very punctual. You need to be there at 10 to 3. So we're there at 10 to 3, 5 past 3... I go and say to someone, what's going on? They say, oh, sorry, actually bleep his name out, JT, actually. Um, he didn't have it, he, he missed his lunch today, so he's gone to grab some food. And I said, roast dinner? Because it was Sunday. And they said, they said, I don't know. Well, I said, probably roast dinner because it's Sunday. And they said, well, I, yeah, they weren't sure. So then in the end, they radioed someone else who came along and, and she was very sweet. She came and got us at half three, but we had to wait for like 40 minutes. Right, so you so, went over there, the guy's gone to get his lunch, right? And... You've said roast, roast dinner, and they've gone, I don't know. Well, it's all it was a Sunday. Yeah, Which is yeah. weird, because uh, uh, okay, yeah, right? I had a pizza. Yeah. So. <laughs> and then you've reported that back to me. By the way, you wouldn't have given me any of this detail had I not questioned it. You, the way you reported that back to me was, oh, well, we had to delay the thing because like, uh, guys want to go get a roast dinner. That's how you reported that to me. Yeah? Yeah, 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 and you gave his name as well, by the way. After just before making, we've obviously we'll beep it out, but before making up a, a basically a false story, you've speculated on that. Well, no, no, no. I I went over to them and said about the roast dinner thing. I didn't know that. It, it, but look, I it's still up in the air whether we had a roast dinner, we could have had a pizza, could have had a McDonald's. There's a lot of food options down there on the South Bank. I, I think if you're, if you're going on a lunch break from work, you're not having a roast dinner. Who are we talking about? Oh, yeah, there's no Toby Carveries in Central London, is there? No, and as we all know, that's the only place you can get a roast in central London. <laughs> no, no. That's the only place you can get a quick, efficient, really good right. roast. Right, yes, exactly. That's it's what I'm saying. Right. You're, yeah, looking, you at, you're looking at two hours minimum otherwise, aren't you? Well, yeah, you, for some roast dinners, I'd say an hour and a half, you can have three courses. Who's if you so, have just Three a roast courses? Dinner. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had a three start of a, Yeah, if you have a prawn cocktail or, I don't know, like an aubergine, like aubergine jamboree or whatever for start, and then like... For make course, you have your roast dinner, but still sticky, sticky toffee pudding or some apple crumble. Yeah, you took mm. an hour and a half. I don't think you, you, you'd be pushed to get that all in in an hour. I think you managed to find the, the only word that ruins the word jamboree there. Are we going to have a jamboree? <laughs> that sounds fun. That sounds fun. What, what type of jamboree is it? Oh, it's an aubergine jamboree. Okay. That either <laughs> sounds really horrible or incredibly disgusting and dirty. So <laughs> either way, I'm going to say no to the aubergine jamboree. Anyhow, I digress. Yeah. I didn't, so then the lady says behind the scenes tour, it was like, it was a fair indication of how it, things work behind the scenes, but it was very, 
I'd say that the kids were too young and we weren't really, we'd been waiting for a long time and we'd been in the aquarium for two and a half hours before this anyway. Uh, and it was like literally like, oh, here's this, this is the pump room. And I was like, oh, do we get to go in the pump room? And they were like, oh no, it's quite dangerous in there for children. So you can just stand and look in through the window. Um, and then it was just like, oh, these are the waders that they'll wear uh, when they go into the, like, feed the penguins. I was like, oh, do we get to put those on if we go into the penguins? And they're like, mm, you can't go in to see the penguins. And then, yeah. And then she said, this is the worst bit. She went, oh, um, oh there's a big surprise. Um, there's a surprise animal backstage on the tour, behind the scenes, that no one else can see apart from the people who come on the tour. So I'm like, oh, wow, this is going to be really cool. It's going to be like, yeah a whale or whatever like yeah mm, some sort well of done, ninja mate. shark or something like that yeah it's like some turtles like which my niece was really excited by she likes turtles but i was like come on man like yeah it's like literally going oh god like you know you'll never guess like if you know if you come to this massive act like fucking comedy night there's a secret act that is just gonna fucking like blow your mind if you pay an extra 40 quid for a ticket and then sort of going out the back and it just being like someone i don't know I don't want to be offensive to anyone, but someone. Well, there you go. I, I did think as you started telling that, so I thought, I wonder where he's going with this because he's going to have to say a name at some point, and he's really yeah. painted himself into a corner here. What yeah, I, I would say is essentially, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, you've asked for a behind-the-scenes tour. You've got no, 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 no. It's something you could buy when you buy yeah, your yeah. tickets. You, so you like, bought a behind-the-scenes tour. I didn't what phone I, them up and talk. Can I come behind yeah. the scenes? But what I would say to Tom Davis. Oh no, I'm rubbish, is mate. What I would say to you is, if behind the scenes was that exciting, they would make it scenes, right? So, so first of all, it is going to be less interesting than in front we of the spent, scenes. Uh, look, to give you some, we spent 20 minutes of it in the kitchen watching people fill up bucket, buckets of food, which is quite interesting for the first bucket. But then you're like, this is insane. Yeah, and she was like, oh, this is shark's dinner. I was like, right, okay. This is the dolphins. And then you couldn't really see what's even going in the buckets because there's a red line and you were just sort of, yeah. And then, you know, those, I don't know if you, when people are being watched working, like, you know, people just do that weird thing when they just feel quite awkward about, you know, making a mistake. And so, yeah, it just was, yeah. Well, what, say what, that it was. If I was to summarise the story, yeah, it would be uh, that you told your niece, you know, your niece really excited about turtles. You're hoping, you said, we ho I hope we see some turtles on this behind-the-scenes tour. And then for the behind-the-scenes tour, you were taking behind-the-scenes and showing some turtles, and for some reason, you are really angry about it. No, no, uh, no, no, the turtles that we got shown were, were really... Oh, no, she had a great time. She enjoyed it. She saw these turtles she'd never seen before. Hmm. I say, for me, I didn't get to... Yeah. Like, I didn't do any of the cool shit be, that I not, was... My argument would be it's not about you. No, no, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, the, 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 <laughs> why did you go on the behind-the-scenes tour? Did, did they, were the kids well, taking you? No, I... I thought that it would be like really like sort of like sexy. Look, it's like the same, I guess, as us. People think behind the scenes as a stand-up comedian is going to be exciting. Oh, the disappointment and it's an anxious in the, space. The disappointment in the dressing yeah, room. Yeah, just... where I spent probably about twenty-five minutes on a toilet, just anxiously pacing the room after that, mm. and another five minutes on a toilet, unable to eat, and absolutely fucking terrified about going on stage mm. until I go on stage. So I guess it's yeah the same thing. It's not like a. There's not like a vibe, is there? It's not like sort of you know, we've got music playing, you know, with dancing and. Yeah, I mean, what I would say is, I, I I think you thought that going behind the scenes is going to be something like the Little Mermaid, where Sebastian the Crab's like doing a song, everyone's dancing. Well, if anything, like I would. They haven't actually got to get the real Sebastian, but you could get a fucking crab to lip sync. Crabs are up for a laugh. If you went in there, it was like you had a couple of crabs and you had like, oh fucking oh, this is amazing. 
more kids will probably go fucking out. I'm going to work here when I get older. It's, very, it stands, rare, right. it's very rare that I can, I can identify when the conversation goes off kilter with you, but that is the exact moment. No, but I actually think that's a good idea from you. What do you mean? If you went in, well, no, if you went in and it's like, you know, you, all you've got to do is get some crabs sort of walking around and then just have under the sea playing and like some sort of strobe lighting. You know, fucking okay. hell, it's cool out here, isn't it? Yeah, that, that is very different. What, to you what you work at, this is where you work? And they'd be like, yeah, yeah, this is where we work. And then you go into another pool and sort of like the dolphins are just kicking back, sort of just relaxing. You know, yeah. Yeah, fucking hell, this is really cool. I'll tell you one thing I did find amazing. How much water do you think there is in the uh, litres do you think there is in the big shark tank there? Uh, I mean, it's. Uh, I've not seen the big shark tank, but uh, I don't know. Uh, 10,000? A million. Okay. That's that great. is fucking amazing, yeah. right? Yeah, it's good. So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's really fucking good. cool. Yeah, especially the way you said the, the number. Well. For the tour, yeah, that's the only thing I remember for the tour. Mm. Okay, uh, would you like to do some emails, Tomo? Oh, actually, quickly, I want to shout out. Uh, so uh, this uh, obviously it was blood test gate last week, right? When I got my oh, blood. Oh yeah, stuff. how did it go? Oh, I've got I've got something I didn't talk about. Anyway, go on. Yeah, what? So yeah, my cholesterol's uh, higher than it probably should be, and my oh, mate. Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, what's it called for fat? The one that visceral fat is visceral far fat, higher yeah. than it should be. Yeah, okay. so I need to look. But I want to shout out a few of our listeners who got. So a few weeks ago, we were talking about getting up for piss in the night, and we were talking mm. about our different urine. And I had said to you about my talking about like champagne. Is it urine? Urine. Urine. And, and, and you, you, okay. Piss. I yeah, was trying right. to be professional. As this yeah, is a we'll segment say urine, I'm trying to be urine. Yeah. Urine. Yeah. Urine. Urine. Yeah. Okay, well, let's not get into this again. It's like Inception. Go right. on. Anyway, so... so. Uh, and uh, I, I made a passing comment about my piss looking like uh, frothy champagne, right? Okay. Quite a few people reached out saying your, your wee shouldn't look like that. It could okay. be a sign of a kidney problem. I'd had a, I've had a bit of a problem with my kidneys before where I couldn't drink for like two years because my enzymes were so high. Okay. So I went and had. That's why I went and had the blood test on the referral of quite a few people on. So hold on. So who, so because of the messages you got from the podcast, that's why you went. I and got. got a, I was inundated with a lot of messages, and I kept that to myself on the basis that I was. I, I'm a hive contractor, and I was actually very worried about the fact that I got quite so many messages saying, "Look, you need to probably get this looked at." Okay. And I was like, I don't really want to make a joke on about it, and I was very touched about the amount of people who said nice messages. Um, so yeah. So that's one of the reasons I went to get blood tests because I was like, I probably should have this look. So I had, and I have had problems with my kidney, but uh, and my liver before on the basis that I'd, you know, drunk a stupid amount of alcohol from the age of about fifteen to the age of thirty-five. Yeah. So anyway, anyhow, I, yeah, my reports came back on that kidney, liver, fine. Uh, okay. I, I'm slightly worried. I had to have, have you had, I had to have ECGs done and like on my heart yeah. and then the doctor, good guy, uh, referred me to go and see a heart specialist, which is slightly worrying. Um, but he said that I should be doing that a man of my own age. Um, yeah, I've not, but done any, fact, I've not done any of this. Do I need to do this? I, mate, I only did it because of this. I was like genuine fucking, I, that's probably, I thought that's the reason I wasn't sleeping. Now it turns out that there is I was something else going on in my brain, which is another okay. anxiety that's mm. further afield that I haven't quite discovered yet. Okay. Fucking delving deep into shit, but um, but yeah. So I wanted to thank all the listeners who have got in touch about you know the color and the the sort of 
bubbly te- texture of my piss. Uh, mm. um, I don't quite know what's quite so bubbly, but the tests have been done. Uh, thank you for getting in touch. It meant a lot. That's lovely. And I'm trying now to cut down on. I'm trying now to be healthier with the visible fat and the okay. Is there saturated reason, fat? Is, is there is there a reason you didn't tell me about this? Well, no, no. I, I mean, this is a surprise to me as well that 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 the, the listeners got in touch and. Yeah, well, now, you didn't tell Catherine about it, about and then told her like quite. I was sort of when I got the results, I sort of gave a big sigh of relief. Yeah, and she was like, "What? What did you think it was?" And I was like, "Well, I've sort of convinced myself of these three things." Yeah, and she was like, well, "Why don't you talk?" I, I have a bit of a problem with. I keep a lot of this stuff into uh, problems in like this, right? I sort of just yeah, try and navigate. I got yeah, probably yeah, not the best way of dealing with stuff. Well, while we're thanking listeners, uh, can I just say thank you to everyone who uh, got in touch about... Well, there's a couple of things I want to talk about. Remember I talked about the run the, the, where I ran out yeah. of gas? Yeah. So I've had lots of emails uh, suggesting what I need to do and how I need to fuel for a run. Okay. Uh, which is really helpful. The other thing that happened to me the other day, which we didn't talk about for some reason on the podcast... Well, I, there's no reason why we should have done, but I twisted my ankle. I, I've turned my ankle on a run, so that's. I think, we did I, think, it, I think you did it literally just after we recorded the last podcast. Mm. Though. I think that's why. We, no, we, maybe yeah. So anyway, I, so now my ankle is currently strapped. Uh, but anyway, that doesn't matter. The Swan didn't pick this email, but I saw it, um, and I just want to address it. Uh, the the and by the way, before we get into this, I don't. I'm just reading this out because I think this person might have a point. Okay, but this is sort okay. of email that will get you wound up. All right, on my behalf. Good. Okay, so the the subject of the email is Romesh is annoying me recently. Okay, it says hello Wolf and out. Okay, all right, but just well, of course you're going to pick it out. Why would you mean? Like, literally, you're that's like catnip to you. <laughs> oh, this is what I'll read today. Oh, this is what I want to read. Okay, it says, uh, I won't give the name. Uh, oh, Pink Panther. There you go. Hello, Wolf and Pink Panther. Romish is really starting to annoy me, and here's why. Every episode, he says something like, Oh, I only ran 14 kilometers today. Wah, wah. Or I eat loads, loads of lettuce. Wah, wah. We get it. I you've never said that, have you? I don't think I've ever said that. I've always <laughs> said, Wah, wah. I mean, you- I, I agree with the 14K because you do show off about your length of your run sometimes, but you've never, ever in all of our relationship, ever showed off about eating lettuce. I mean, I fucking wish you had because that would give us a whole episode. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, listen, it's, uh, I, I know better than to open myself up to that kind of abuse. Uh, give it a rest. Uh, no shade, but it's quite annoying how you play this down. Okay, well, thank you, Pink Panther, for that. I'm going to take that under advisement because, uh, you know, I think you might have a point. You do look, uh, by the way. Uh, you put, posted a picture the other day of you on stage, and you look fucking incredible, bro. That's very kind of you to say, but somebody actually messaged me on Instagram saying really liked the dad vibe that you brought to your show the other night, which I, I, I don't... The dad vibe? Yeah. Said the way you were dressed is a real dad vibe. I, yeah, I, no, no, I think they're being complimentary. I think you've read that. I think they're saying that you dress well for a dad. I think that's probably what it is. Uh, yeah, maybe. Dad vibe, though. Do you right. know what I mean? it? Yeah, but I think you're a cool dad. Okay. Well, that's very kind that's of like, I've seen right. you've posted pictures of you picking up the boys, you've got your sunglasses, you've got your Ray-Bans on, fucking, you know, turtleneck, fucking, no, it's not a shirt over top yeah. of it. Okay. Are you yeah. the Pink Panther? <laughs> no, I'm not. But, uh, anyway, thanks. No, I just think the people... Thanks for the email. <laughs> no, but I, 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 yeah, but I think you should be proud of... Mate, 
I genuinely think that, and, and I, yeah, it's a, yeah. The, the whole point of this is, yeah, some people get annoyed, but some people don't. But I, I think yeah. you, mate, fucking, there's not so long ago that you can, you wouldn't know, you wouldn't have been able to probably walk five kilometers, and now you're fucking pissing a run of fourteen. It's fucking amazing, bro. Well, so, so pissing, I, I kind of to, left myself straight in life. Switch. Yeah, but yeah, you make a good point. Yeah. Uh, oh no, this thing's so my internet connection's like. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah okay. By the way, can I just say officially? I think people are obviously fed up with my internet issue. Oh, by the way, that's another thing. Thank you so much to people that have made suggestions. I think I've found a solution. Go on. I'm getting my internet completely rewired and sorted out. I'm going to get fibre. Wow. This might be the last time that we have janky. If anything, my internet's going to be too fast after this. Wow. And I know I've had you... full stones before. I'm very confident about this. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I think it's going to be crystal clear. I reckon my internet's going to be so fast and so strong, you'll be able to hotspot off me from where you are. Wow. I'll be able I've to run the whole thing. I've never seen you this confident about anything. Mate. The Pink Panther's going to be fuming. Yeah, you're going to be absolutely devastated when I talk about my MPS, MBPS upload and download speeds and lack of ping. <coughs> Fuck you, Pink Panther. No, I'm joking, Pink Panther. It's actually a legitimate email. Uh, okay, uh, this is from the hot dog. Uh, thank you once again to the swan for... Oh, can I just... Have you ever made a lasagna? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, of course I have. All right. But like, do you... I made a lasagna on Sunday, right? Yeah. The pressure I felt to ratio the sauces correctly, I, I found that well, incredibly I, stressful. I, tell, I know exactly. You've, you've gone too thick in on the bottom ones. Correct. And Correct. it's by the time totally, like... But by the top of it, I had to fucking get a, I had to get a knife out and fucking just, like... Yeah, yeah, I had an yeah, absolute yeah. shocker. Rookie mistake, mate. Like, you should have called me. I fucking told you that straight away. And so what would you have said? I'd, I, I should have called you. What would you how would that phone call well, have gone? Well, just play it out. Let's play it out and go. All right. Hello, right, mate. Oh, hello. No, I'm certainly Aquarian. You all right? Yeah, hey, mate. I've got a bit of a thing, like, and I thought you might have to help me out. Um... Have you made a lasagna oh, before? Oh, by the way, it's my niece's birthday. Thanks for asking. That's why I'm here. Oh, sorry. I, I should always open a phone call with, is it your niece's birthday today? I'm so sorry for my negligence. Um, listen, I'm making a lasagna. Have you made a lasagna before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loads of times. Yeah, yeah. Well, mate, can I just say, uh, first lesson, sauce-wise, just be on that, man. You don't want, like, too little sauce when, as you sort of go up through the layers. Oh, that's amazing yeah. that you were able to guess what the what the question was going to be. Yeah, no, no, no. I've done lasagnas before, mate. Uh, so, no, no, we're here for the behind-the-scenes tour. Uh, I've been waiting for 15... Sorry, mate, I'm just... Yeah, I'm going behind the scenes to the aquarium. Very yeah. excited. Yeah, very excited. Um, okay. So, yeah, yeah, be careful with the sauces, mate. Is it a vegan one you're doing? Yes. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do you sound so sad when I said that? What? Well, no, it's just nothing better than a nice meat in lasagna, but what, what meat are you using? I'm using a vegetable. <laughs> Veggie what mince. vegetables are you using? Veggie mints I'm using. Oh, actually, no, that should be okay. Uh, here's my advice. Uh, throw a couple of stock pots in. Okay. But when you say be careful with the sauce, what do you mean? Well, basically what people do is, it's like a bit like being a boxer. You'll go too fast in on the fucking first three or four rounds, get to the mm. fucking sixth round, you've got nothing left in your tank. Yeah. yeah. And there's nothing worse than it, because people will judge you on the side, you're on the top three layers, and if they're dry as fuck, you're fucked. 
Yeah. Well, look, thank you for the tips, man. I hope you enjoy it. Yeah, man, no the, problem. By the way, I've heard they've got like a polar bear behind the scenes there that you can have a dance what? with. What? I tell told you. you. They've got a polar... Bleep out my nephew's name, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, say that. <laughs> Bye-bye. Uh, I think that went well. Definitely worth the time of setting up that role yeah, play. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, okay, this is quite a tricky email. We'll just do this one. Okay. This is from The Hot Dog. Please keep me anonymous, but you can call me The Hot Dog. Yeah. My wife has bad breath. Oh, wow. It's a very Jesus. touchy subject, as I love her very much, and I don't want to hurt her feelings or give her a complex to stress about. We've been together for six and a bit years, married for two. I noticed it pretty early on in our relationship. Oh, no. I've slipped into conversation a few times about how having breakfast helps with the morning breath. She never used to have breakfast. It wouldn't be my, I wouldn't say that would be my first tip. Uh, and about how incorporating <laughs> brushing her tongue every morning is good for her, but to no avail. I've been as brash as just handing her a packet of gum once or twice and saying, have one. Jeez. Wow. I know that sounds, I know that sounds awful. It's not the worst breath I've ever smelt. Oh, sweet. You should have made that part of your wedding bells. I once had my work colleague breathing near me and can only describe it as he brushed his teeth with shit and rinsed his mouth out with petrol. Oh, fuck. Jesus. Wow. It can get a little overpowering on occasions. Any advice on how I can get her to improve on this would be very welcome. Thanks for the podcast. I always look forward to listening every week. Big fan of both your work. Tom. This is a real conundrum. This is a this tough a one. Because I, I think actually... There's few things you can offend someone more than saying that they've got bad breath. Yeah. I, I it, as me and you have mentioned, I, it's a constant worry of mine, the bad breath thing. Same. Like, Same. I've got Utterly one. Parent. I've got a friend, beep his name again, JT. Yeah. Uh, but you know, the cameraman. Yeah. Every time I we'll be chatting, you know, having a laugh, and he'll always bring out some mints and give me a mint. And, I'm always, and I don't know whether he's just being really caring because he's probably about just about the loveliest man I've ever known in my life or the fact my breath stinks and he's like I enjoy a chat with Tom but it's intolerable with the smell yeah. I have no so that I, I kind of that conversation with me and we're just pretty fucking good buds do you know what I mean but I think the fact is <laughs> are, you are, you, are you chuckling at the fact you said good buds yeah but then your yeah. face afterwards is like <laughs> what um Look, I, I think the fact of the matter is, man, I think there's no way of saying, telling your wife this and it not being really, really upsetting and quite offensive. And it, mm. it, I think it's such, when it comes to hygiene and things, I think you've really got to navigate that quite carefully. Um, like, I, I don't know whether there's a way of, like, kittens, someone, I don't know, it's, you don't really want to speak to one of, someone else and say, oh, you know, if you smell Kelly's breath, yeah, I know it stinks, but you know, I love her still. You, know, you don't want to go down that route to see if anyone else, like, to sort of ask your other friends and family members if they've noticed it smells. Um, but also, obviously, on your part, if it's bothering you quite a lot, you don't want that to have an impact on your relationship and your relationship starts deteriorating and then realise, you know, two years down the line that if you just had that conversation a little bit earlier, I don't it, you know, and it does feel like you've been hinting at it and she's not... I, I think if I'm going to be honest that's why, that's why I think bad breath is almost like if you've got BO I think like you clock you've got BO and you fucking buy a strong, stronger deodorant I think you've never got any sense you've got bad breath right no, no it's like you know when you hear of people if you go in someone's house and they live near like a sewage works and it stinks you go fucking hell it stinks in here and I go 
Well, you kind of got used to the smell, don't really smell it anymore. Yeah. Or if you like someone listen, you know, has a flat next to a train track, and you go, no, those, those trains must annoy you. Like, well, no, I've just got used to it. Like, yeah. If your breath smells all the time, and you're essentially like, you know, you, you know you've, you're right, your nose and your mouth could be closer together of any other part of your body. You're like, fucking, you just get used to the smell, I guess. So for her, it's like she probably has got no idea. You could make it funny, I guess, and just say, oh, should we both lick the back of our hands and smell it and see what it smells like? like I remember we used to do that at school, uh, see if your breath smell. Yeah, I still um, use that as a test, actually. Is it? Does it work? Yeah, it does. Well, you have to leave it a bit. You can't, not straight right. away. You have to leave it a little bit. Yeah, but now I'm worried my hand stinks. Well, you can wash your hand, can't you? It's not outside the realms of possibility. You can sort that situation <laughs> out. I wash my hand. I washed my head before we started the podcast. Yeah, okay. With some lavender soap because it makes me chill before we do it. Yeah. But now my head doesn't smell. No, I mean, yeah, if that's an indication of what my breast smells like, I'd never fucking leave the house. Because <laughs> <laughs> at the moment, instead of sniffing the back of my hand, it's like I'm sniffing the bottom of my foot. And I've just played a game of football, done a marathon. And walk for a fucking pissy puddle. <laughs> Genuinely, that's another thing to keep me up at night now. So, but yeah, if I also Catherine will tell me if my breast smells. By the way, yeah, well, that's what I was going to say actually in response to this. Uh, Catherine I does if I yeah. Go on, what Catherine? If, if we're having a chat and I say, "Imagine you went, have you eaten garlic?" and I'll go, "No." And she'll well, you breast smells of garlic. Yeah, it's a. I'll run up and brush my teeth straight away. Yeah, this is very. I always try and have some airwaves. Yeah, at least you'll go. You, you know, your breast smells a bit, or I hate you, or <laughs> yeah, I'm not as attracted to you as I used to be, or I feel like this marriage is an empty shell, stuff like that. It's just, it's just very upfront. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Um, but listen, I, I like I, I've think got... if, if your breast smell, I tell you, vice versa. Well, you wouldn't say it like that. You'd go, you'd say something like, "Do you ever notice people's breast smell sometimes?" And that's how I'd know that my breast stinks. Uh, how would you tell me if my breast smell? I'd probably just go, "Your breast's a bit pongy today, mate." <laughs> that's my favourite way of doing it. Um, I think you've got a. I, I think if Lee's had bad breath, I would just tell her. Um, but the problem you've got is that the thing that makes me slightly nervous is that you've said that she's had it as long as you've known her. I would not tell her that. No, no, no. So no. I, 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 I would say something like the last couple of days, the last few days, I've just noticed that your breath's a bit stinky. You might want to do something about it because it could be a sign of a dental issue. You know, that's the other thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So. Oh, you, you uh, can make it fun and both go to the dentist together. Go to yeah, the I mean, it, to laugh. Yeah. I need to go back there. Actually, I've got more of this yeah, actually, Lisa and I, we, I've got a day off and we're, we're doing a spa day. But actually, now that you've said it, I probably should swap that out for a day at the dentist. You're right. That is a fun thing to do together. But um, I, I would just say to her, I, I would just have the conversation with her. But do not tell her it's been that, that's been the way since you first noticed. Because all she'll do is she'll think about all the other occasions she's talked to people and not realise that her breath, it, yeah. it was horrible. You're going to give her something really horrendous. So you just say, and I would couch it a little bit and go, you know, it's probably something only I notice because I'm close to you. you. You know, just you, you need to deliver that information, but also yeah, be as, yeah, yeah, yeah. as diplomatic as you possibly can would be my advice. And you. also give her a kiss after. That's a great idea. Like, yeah. like, like just yeah. to show that you still love her. Yeah, and then don't gag immediately way. afterwards. It's, it's a, it's a, <laughs> undermine it horribly. Can I just say, on this matter, this is a weird one. So you know when we were in Ireland, it was me, your brother... 
uh, Martin uh, TM uh, and the driver. Uh, we were um, driving through Ireland. Uh, we're in the car. I mean, you've done. I don't know if you've done that. West. Did you do like Killarney and Mayo and like all no. that sort of stuff? No. When you went on your tour. No, uh, no. So it's like four hours in the car. Um, yeah. Someone farted in the car. Mm. Uh, so it's, it's quite a long drive. So there's four of us in, a, in the car. Then someone had farted in the car. Um, I didn't raise it. It, it was a terribly fucking vicious fart. It was a mm. very, yeah. None, I didn't want to say anything just in case I took the blame. It wasn't me. But then I'm looking at the other three people in the car thinking, is someone else going to say anything? Is someone going to apologise? No one did. And this happened like three or four times in this journey where these very pungent sort of, sort of eggy farts were done. Mm. To this day, I don't know. I, I, the only person I think it wasn't is your brother. I just think your brother would have probably made a joke out of it, as is his way. Yeah. But I think, it, yeah. To, you know, when you're just like, someone should just open, no one cracked a window, because I guess it was. What would you have done if you'd have killed it? I'd have put him, number one, my farts are quite loud. Wouldn't have really been any hiding. It'd have, you know, it'd have been like inciting a war with a fucking mm. big bomb. So I'd have had to go, oh, fucking hell. Probably I don't think I've ever heard you fart. Yeah, I'm not a big fart. It surprises no. people. I'm not, you know. But when yeah. you, when I do fart, you know I do. You okay, know. that's good to know. Yeah, but they're loud. I mean, don't you? Know, don't you remember those? No, no, no. I don't want this to go too long. Though. Don't you remember that day when we were on King Gary oh and I joined god. you in the bed? Oh my god, I do know about. It. Yeah, okay, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> and Christ. I tried to sort of. I can't believe I've forgotten that. Not only did you fart and basically hotbox us. With, with your own emissions. But then when someone else came in, you fucking pinned it on me and said it was because of my vegetarianism. <laughs> That's one of my favourite days ever. Yeah, it's great for me as well. It's cool to know. And also, knowing that I wasn't going to be back on set for a while so that you'd have a few days to really fucking ram that rumour home. <laughs> anyway... Okay, uh, Tomo, it's about that time. Uh, good luck, hot dog. Could you uh, do us the honour of uh, taking us out? Yeah, let, let us know how it goes as well, hot dog. I guess yeah. that brings me into what I'm thinking about at the moment. It's new boundaries, but old news. Maybe new news and old boundaries. Truth about the life is sometimes the headlines are all the same, but the story slightly change. I guess the thing is, it's navigating the story so you can make it as palatable as it can be for other people around you. Sometimes it's easy just to go with the facts, but sometimes just for people's feelings and to be a little bit caring, it's nice just to sprinkle just a little fairy dust, just to make it more enjoyable for those around you. That could be anything. Tell a loved one they've got bad breath or a sweet niece that there's not going to be any polar bears at an aquarium. Thinking about life is, it's actually quite boring. Facts and how things turn out, well, hell, for a lot of the time, they could be quite mundane. And there's nothing wrong at all about spicing it up. Just the other day, I made some mince. And if I hadn't put some chilli in it, a little bit of butter and a stock cube, it would have been a pretty unflavourable meal. And life's the same, and so are stories. So sometimes don't feel bad about putting in a stock pot or a little bit of chilli, just to make that story a little bit more spicy. That's great. I mean, <clears throat> I do think you do add a lot of stock to your stories, a lot of chilli. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, by that, that I mean, well. uh, by that, I mean distortion of the facts and sort of just basic <laughs> misinterpretation. 
could JT you take us out with the classic Paul Simon Call Me Al oh my god what a song yeah great right uh, yeah, guys beautiful. thank you so much for listening to the podcast we will just see quickly, you soon just on that have you been listening to Magic with Gratz and all her and gigs no <clears throat> one of my favourite things to do yeah I saw that on Instagram yeah, you uh, did a little story. Magic FM taking us home, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I always do. Grats or Martin, I like to sing along with the boys on the way home. Yeah, yeah. Grats isn't as keen. Um, okay, guys, <laughs> take care. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. Dogs in the moonlight, far away, my well-lit door. Mr. Beer Melon, Beer Melon, get these mutts away from me, you know. I don't find this stuff amusing anymore. If you'll be my bodyguard, I can be your long lost pal. I can call you Betty, Betty, when you call me, you can call me out. If you have a problem, opinion, feedback, or anything at all, please email us at wolfalpod at gmail.com. That's wolfalpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, mainly because we don't have any content ideas. Thank you.